Hello everybody and welcome to the third episode of Talkin' TV, your weekly source for everything film and TV related. So in the second episode, we covered the top 10 worst series finales on TV. Today we're going to do the opposite. I'm going to cover the top 10 best series finales on TV. As you know, TV endings are notoriously hard to get right and so few shows stick the landing. But these shows, oh they definitely got it right. Let's dive right in. I don't think I need to tell you guys that this episode is filled with spoilers. I'll be spoiling the endings of so many shows, so whenever I reach a show that you haven't watched, please skip ahead, because you really don't want me to rob you of the enjoyment of, you know, a final episode. Number 10 on the list is a really divisive finale that so many people hate. And yes, I'm talking about Seinfeld. Basically, in the finale are four leads, emergency land in Massachusetts, and refuse to help a man from getting robbed on the street, and are then taken to prison where they have to go on trial, basically, as everyone they ever treated badly throughout the show's run, and that's a hell of a lot of people, basically testify against them. I find this finale so brilliant because it taps into the legacy of the show by bringing in so many iconic characters, from Terry Hatcher's character to the soup Nazi. This all culminates in one amazing final scene where the four are actually sentenced to a year in prison, and the final scene of the show is just the four of them in jail, mocking each other and having their usual uh, witty banter, as the camera slowly pans away and basically leaves them in this mess that they found themselves in. So it's just a really cool, thematically satisfying finale because let's face it, these people were not good people. They were very morally questionable in their acts. They were never really nice to anyone. And in this show about nothing, it just feels like a really satisfying ending and very bold ending to actually end the show with all your leads in prison. So I'm not sure why many people hate the finale. It could be the fact that it feels a bit like a clip show with all these uh, guest stars coming back and reliving their stories. But I actually love that route. And I think that the finale as a whole really works and is actually one of my favorite endings to a show that I watched for a really long time. Number nine is a really heartwarming and lovable show called Ugly Betty. Absolutely love this show. It always seemed to put me in a good mood no matter what. And while many may think it's cheesy because of the name Ugly Betty, this was actually a really smart intelligent show with hilarious characters and really epic one-liners. The characters were always beautifully drawn and super complex and multi-dimensional, which you would not expect again with a show with this title. So the finale of the show finally has Betty really achieve professional success, moving to London, starting a new life, and then meeting with her ex-boss, Daniel, and telling him that she is looking for an assistant so he just might submit his resume. And that's just a really nice full circle moment for the show after Betty worked as his assistant for such a long time. And then as Betty walks away, and this is my favorite part, uh, the title of the show appears, but the ugly disappears, and then it's just Betty. So it's just a really satisfying final scene. And really, the reason that this finale also works so well is because the show's quality never really wanes. So across four seasons, the show was always funny, always heartwarming, always lovable, and the final season continued that path, culminating in this really great feel-good finale. So sometimes you just need a happy ending, you know, and this show really earned that. Number eight on the list is Angel. Angel is a spin-off of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but it frequently eclipsed the show with its fantastic writing and really dark themes. The finale is such an unforgettable one because of its final scene. The final scene is basically Angel and the gang pacing off against an army of supernatural creatures who descend on Los Angeles, and Angel just says, let's get to work, and they attack. We never see what happens. We don't know if our favorite characters die, if they survive. But thematically, it's so powerful because it's basically telling you that no matter what, our heroes will keep on fighting. 
And that's just a really strong message to end things on. And I love how ambiguous it is as an ending. But it still conveys the spirit of our heroes and the fact that they'll never stop and they'll keep fighting the good fight. And really the brilliance in this ending, and so many people call it a cliffhanger because you don't see the outcome of the fight, is that it's not actually a cliffhanger. It's actually a really clever way of ending a show that's always about fighting, that's always about never giving up, and that the road to redemption is a long one, which is something that Angel was chasing the entire run of the show. So it fits perfectly for his character, as well as for the entire thematic through line of the show itself. Number seven on the show is a very recently ended show, Money Heist. Now, Money Heist is a show that went on for far too long. However, the finale was so good that it actually made it all worth it. And how often can you say that? The show basically ends with the gang getting fake passports and traveling to start their new lives, backed by the Spanish government. So it's just really cool to see them have a life of freedom, finally, and to finally enjoy a happy ending after... They lost so many people and so much loss and heartbreak and death and destruction. So I actually was not expecting such a happy, positive ending, but the show earned it. And it was just really beautiful, particularly with Alicia coming and saying goodbye to the professor. Seeing these two once mortal enemies actually start to respect each other. It's just a really cool, positive ending and one I did not expect for the show. Plus the cinematography is beautiful, you know, with the light and the sunrise and, and the plane. And it just all looks great. And it's just bursting with happiness and feeling and warmth between the entire cast. You can feel the love radiate off the screen. So this is really one of my favorite series finales. And unlike Prison Break, it actually stuck the landing. Number six on the list is 24, one of my absolute favorite shows. Jack Bauer is one of my favorite protagonists. He's such a kick-ass hero and Kiefer Sutherland never let me down. He was always such a great lead. And the finale has one of those perfect final scenes as well, with Jack having one final talk with Chloe, who tells him that, you know, the American and Russian governments will be after him. So he basically bids her goodbye and goes on the run. And it's just such a cool ending because... Jack's life has always been a crazy one. Well, every day of his life was a crazy one. So I would expect nothing less. Like, I would never want the show to end with him married with kids uh, in suburbia. The show's ending has to be befitting of his character. And that means it has to be adrenaline-packed and thrilling and leave you with the feeling that his journey is not over and he's, he's going to keep fighting the good fight, kind of like Angel. So I love the brave decision of ending the show with Jack basically on the run. This is a show that really was a big part of my uh, childhood. And uh, the sad thing is that Fox wanted to make more money off the franchise and they brought Jack back for Live Another Day, which was set in London, which was seriously generic. And I feel kind of diluted the show's legacy. So I kind of refused to acknowledge it. And I prefer to believe that 24 ended with season 8, with this finale, with Jack on the run. And that's that. And honestly, I can't even tell you how Live Another Day ends without Googling it, which shows you how little of an impression it left on me. Okay, I just Googled it. And Live Another Day ends with Jack reluctantly giving himself up to Russian agents in exchange for Chloe's freedom. That's cool. That's nice. It shows his love for the character. I barely even remember this as well. But I still prefer the ending of season 8, so there. Number 5 on the list is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I absolutely love the finale because it completely flips the show's status quo on its head. So for seven seasons, we were led to believe that only one girl will save the world and she's the only one who will fight the forces of darkness on her own, blah, 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 blah. And this was a big reason why Buffy was never satisfied and constantly fighting to get herself a normal life. So the finale ends with her and thanks to Willow's spell, basically giving all the potential slayers in the world the power to become slayers now. So basically, Buffy ends the show not alone and with the knowledge that actually so many women in the world are slayers now 
and that she doesn't have to keep giving up her life and keep sacrificing everything for the sake of the greater good. So it's actually a really beautiful ending and it ends with Buffy being asked, what will we do now? And she doesn't answer. She just smiles because now she finally knows that she's not alone and the world and the future is filled with possibilities. So it's just really beautiful. And this is a show that really never lost track of the themes and the core of its characters. And that was perfectly embodied in the finale as well. Number four on the list is Desperate Housewives, another one of my favorite shows that gets a bad rap just because of its name. But it's actually one of the smartest, wittiest, and most clever shows I've ever seen. It's also immensely funny and super emotional when it wants to be. It can really bring you to tears, and it can make you laugh. And the finale was a really perfect ending to the show, punctuated by a final scene that's absolutely beautiful. Basically, it ends with Susan, played by Terry Hatcher, driving out of Wisteria Lane, but taking one final drive across the town or across the street. And we start seeing all the people that died over the course of the show's run as ghosts watching her drive by. And it's so ethereal and creepy and haunting and beautiful. And it just really brings the entire show together full circle. I love it when a show honors the dead. Uh, maybe because grief is such a big part of my life. But it's such a beautiful ending to the show. I love it. It's bittersweet. It's not particularly uplifting, but it fits the show. And then the cherry on top. We see a new neighbor moving into Wisteria Lane, and we discover that she has a secret box with secrets of her own. We don't know what the secret is, but the idea is that the secrets never stop, and people will always have secrets, and they'll always be hiding things from each other. You know, it's funny, I'm starting to realize that the best endings are the ones that are left kind of ambiguous. So Angel ends with, you know, the gang still fighting. Uh, 24 ends with Jack still fighting and on the run. And now Desperate Housewives ends with the secrets keep going on and never ending. So I really like when they don't tie things up with a bow and, and actually leave things open to interpretation and for your imagination to imagine what happens to the characters next. I think that makes for the most impactful ending. Number three on the list is a show that is widely considered to be one of the greatest of all time, Breaking Bad. I really love the ending for Breaking Bad because yes, it ends with Walter White dying, but he does so on his own terms. You know, that final shot of him lying down, appreciating all that he managed to accomplish, uh, finally giving his family financial security. Like you could argue that yes, the police finally found him in the end, but actually he escaped. He, he died on his own terms. And that's what makes it such an empowering ending. Plus, I like that they didn't kill off Jesse. He escapes. And the El Camino, by the way, I never watched El Camino. I don't know why. Just the fact that Walter isn't in it is something that just doesn't excite me. But for Breaking Bad as an ending, I feel like we got so much closure. Such a satisfying final season. You know, this is a show that went from strength to strength. Maybe season one was a bit slow, but then every season after that kept topping the one before, culminating with an incredible, incredible, incredible final stretch of episodes and a really spectacular finale. You know, Walt with the machine gun. It was just fantastic. So this is really a masterclass in how you end a long-running drama series. And it pays tribute to the character it, and it respects the character of Walter White and his journey and respects the characters and it respects the journey the viewers underwent throughout all five seasons. This is really one of the all-time great finale. Number two on the list is Friends. Yes, I know Friends is a sitcom, but the ending is such a good one. Final scene in particular with all six of our friends leaving the apartment, the home in which we spent 10 years of our time watching them laugh, cry, fight, all of the above. 
watching them leave it is so heart-wrenching and so heartbreaking, but it's also so bittersweet because this is life. Your friends are your family, especially before you have kids. But after that happens, a lot of times, and in some cases, we move on. And that's just where life takes you. So it, it breaks my heart to just think of this finale, but it's such a satisfying one. Compared to How I Met Your Mother, which was such a horrible ending, that I have not rewatched a single episode since. But Friends, the ending is so good and so perfect and so befitting of the characters and the story that the rewatchability factor is insane and it's why the show keeps getting discovered year after year and why its popularity does not wane but is actually amplified every single year. It's crazy. And the Friends finale was just perfect. So seeing, you know, Monica and Chandler who just had their twins ready to start their new life in their new house, Rachel and Ross back together. God knows what's going to happen with Phoebe but she's got Mike and Joey off to a failed spin-off. It's just great. It's just really well made. And by the way, the finale is very funny in itself. You know, everything with Rachel leaving on the plane and the phalange and, and the surprise twin births. Like, there's a lot to love about this finale. And uh, the final scene is just perfect. And it manages to squeeze in one last joke, you know, with Chandler saying, where are we going to drink that last cup of coffee? So, um, perfection. 10-10, highly recommend. Number one on the list, tam tam is Mad Men. Mad Men is one of my all-time favorite shows. An amazing story about an advertising executive back in the 60s and his journey across seven seasons. Yes, it was divided into parts one and two. It's such a thought-provoking and rich show. The acting is stellar across the board, the storytelling, the slow burn of it all, and the finale is a perfect encapsulation of the show. Don Draper is a man who struggled a lot, especially with his alcoholism. And in the finale, final scene in particular, Don is seen, you know, at a yoga retreat, meditating and umming his way through it. And uh, they leave it up to you, basically. Did he find peace and contentment in that final smile? Or... You hear a bell go off. Did he just come up with a groundbreaking advertising ad in which they show us afterwards, you know, the Coca-Cola? So it's very much up to the viewer and their optimism or their cynicism, how you choose to view it. Personally, I feel like he probably found contentment for a few minutes, but also managed to come up with a great, great ad idea because he could never, ever truly switch that part of his mind off. Um, but it's totally up to you to decipher in a way. Either way, it's just such a great bold ending to the show. Just seeing Don smile is a bold ending in itself and looking like he's actually satisfied and content. But I love that the show never really lost sight of his character journey because he was the center of the show. So, so many characters, you know, they all went through great evolutions. You know, Joan opens her own thing, which is incredible. Peggy's a trailblazer in her own right. Betty's dying of cancer, which is heartbreaking because, well, everyone was smoking the entire run of the show, so it was bound for someone to do that. But at least she got that final scene with Dawn, you know, one born out of respect. But anyway, back to Dawn, the show never lost sight of his journey. That final um scene is just perfect leading into the ad. Like, it's just it's just an ending that, that's really stuck with me. And Mad Mad just ended at the right time, you know? It was always a superb show. And this finale was even further example of how great the show was across every aspect. So however you choose to see that final scene, there's no denying its impact and what a great ending it really is. So there you have it, guys. Those are my top 10 best series finales. What are yours? What's the ending that sticks with you most? I'd love to know. See you for another episode very soon. Be sure to follow me, you know, everywhere. I'm everywhere. TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, this podcast. Message me, get in touch, and see you next time.